What's up, podcast? Welcome to another episode of Dictations. In this conversation, Dr. Rogers talks with Renee Thompson. Renee is the managing broker with Thompson Insurance Group. She specializes in assisting Tennesseans and Virginians who are becoming eligible for Medicare to help them navigate the often complicated and confusing insurance options available to them during this unique period in their lives. Um, This is a really interesting conversation. Uh, Dr. Rogers talks with her about Medicare, uh, just getting some help understanding some of the terms and, you know, what the options are and kind of the ins and outs of Medicare plans that are available. So uh, I I know a a lot of you guys are going to get a ton out of this, uh, whether you're signing up for Medicare now or have already signed up, or maybe you just know somebody who's signed up or getting ready to sign up for Medicare. Uh, this is a really interesting conversation and one that we don't do uh, a lot of because this is all about insurance. Um, and this one in particular is all about Medicare insurance. So without further ado, I'm going to let you guys get to the conversation. This is Dr. Rogers talking with Renee Thompson. Hey, this is Dr. Tom Rogers from Performance Medicine. Broadcasting today from Johnson City office. I have a very special guest today that's very timely because some of you may know I'm going to turn 65 in a couple months, so I have to get on Medicare. Well, I should say I get to get on Medicare because it's going to be a lot more affordable as far as health insurance. As you know, when you're self-employed, insurance can be kind of high. So, but what I, so right now, by the way, this is Renee Thompson. She's an insurance broker that specializes in plans for Medicare. And it's so good to have you here today, especially with a lot of my patients are baby boomers like me. They're kind of transitioning into a different thing called Medicare. Now, I've been a doctor for 35 years. My dad was a doctor. I've been in medicine my whole life. And the only thing that's really confused me is the last few months when I get ready to turn 65 and I have all these people calling me on the phone, on my cell phone. How they got my number, I don't know. But I'm inundated by people trying to get my Medicare business. So You're 15 minutes of fame. Just embrace it. It will go away after you turn 65. Well, I don't really like the fame. But um, what I've realized is that it's very difficult to understand and to negotiate this thing. And you can really get kind of taken, I guess, maybe. But uh, So I'm here to educate people that are my age on how to go about this because it's very hard to understand. And when I heard about your name and through a patient and I called you up and I said, can you maybe come on and do a podcast with me? And you so graciously accepted that. So this is going to be one of my best podcasts. (laughs) I can tell you right now, it's going to be great. Um, And I know you can't give advice like this. So we're going to talk in general terms about Medicare, the plans, the things that you need to know as a patient, because it can make a huge difference and one thing, as a matter of fact, I heard was that if I don't, because I turned 65 January 23rd, so if you don't sign up within that three-month period before you turn 65, you can be screwed for life in a way. Yes, right? if you're, so if you are anywhere near 65, if, you have, um, if you're not drawing Social Security already, you're not med- on, on Medicare's radar. So that's something you will need to go to Social Security. Um, and sign up for the Medicare A and B, 
or you can do it online. It's not very hard to do, but you can do it online if you're computer savvy and can do it. Would you do that or go down there? Um, it, it all depends. It depends on what your specific needs are. So okay. if you're going to take your Medicare A and B. What's um, the difference A and B? A lot of okay. people don't know. So part A is your hospitalization. Okay. That is inpatient only hospital. Okay. Okay. Um, the part B is everything else medical. So that's like doctors, outpatient procedures, labs, durable medical equipment, oxygen. Um, it okay. is your, it's everything medical that's not inpatient hospital except for your drugs. Okay. And what part is that? That's D. As part drug. D. Yes. Where's part C? Okay. So C. We skipped over C. Well, C is what they call an advantage plan. Okay. Okay. And how Advantage plans work is it rolls your A, your B, and your D under one umbrella, and they call it a C plan. Okay. okay? I get you. Okay. There's yeah. other plans that we'll talk about in a minute yes. that not many people know about. That is correct. That's kind of yes. how I heard about you. Yeah. <laughs> but it is very interesting. But anyway, so you need to sign up for Medicare in that three-month pre-65 age, right? That is correct. If, if you are under 65 due to a disability and they qualify you for disability, you have a 24-month wait before you will get your Medicare. Okay. Then they will give you your Medicare. But if you're just the average Joe who's getting ready to turn 65, um, if you're already drawing Social Security, you're on Medicare's radar. So that red, white, and blue card just comes in the mail to you typically. Okay. Um, so then you have to decipher, okay, I need to keep both A and B, or my spouse is still working and I have credible coverage through an employer, so I can decline my B and not take it as of right now. I see. Okay. But for most people, they're going to have to take it. If you're retired and or retiring and you're not going to have credible coverage past 65, then yes, you will need to take your A and your B. And when I say credible coverage, that's not Obamacare or Marketplace or any of that stuff. That's not MediShare. None of that stuff counts for credible coverage. It's employer group insurance. So you have to prove that you've had this? If you get past your 65th birthday and don't have A and B. I get you. Okay. So you can really be kind of screwed down the line if you don't sign up for this thing. Yeah, because B will penalize you, I think it's 10% each year for not having B, just the same as the drug company or the drug will penalize you 1% for every month you don't have a drug plan. And you'll pay those penalties the rest of your life. That is really good to know. <laughs> I sent a patient yesterday um, to sign up because they had no clue you had to do this. Yeah. So we need to get this information out because it's very important. Everybody needs health care coverage for sure. So now there's other plans as well. There's yes. something I heard about called Plan G, which I'd never heard about. What's that? Right. So uh, Plan G is what they call a supplement or a Medigap plan. And basically how they work is you have your original Medicare A and B and you take a standalone drug plan and those supplements or Medigaps will step in and pick up those coverages that Medicare, original Medicare doesn't cover. It'll pick up your deductibles and your coinsurance. So in general, do you recommend Plan G? I know you can't specifically, but 
um, for well, certain people? Yeah, so it's going to depend on your specific needs, on whether you're going to need a supplement or an Advantage plan. Um, so typically one-on-one -on -one meetings are a very good thing to have so that you can be specific about what you talk about. Um, supplements themselves, I call it alphabet soup. There's everything from an A to an N plan and everything in between. And then the premiums also are a gamut of 100 to 150 bucks. So again, it's all in your what your specific need is. But as far as a supplement goes, um, there's an F supplement and then there's a G supplement. What's the F, the difference okay. between the F and the G? So the F supplement, um, it's basically the Cadillac. It will pay your Part A deductible and your B deductible and your 20% coinsurance, okay? So 20%. In other words, if you got in the hospital, if you had a certain plan, you may end up paying 20% of that total hospital bill? Well, okay, so not specific hospital bill, but 20%. Okay. So let's say, let's say you ended up on Medicare and you had just Medicare. Okay. And you went into the hospital and, of course, of course they release you and then you have to see 20 different doctors because of some some health issue you've got so once you've paid your a deductible then medicare starts paying their part if you've been admitted into the hospital okay, okay. then when you get released from the hospital and you have to gar start going and seeing doctors then you pay your b deductible then after that then you start paying your 20 percent. the 20 percent is based on your part b stuff not your A. Does that 20% have a limit, like up to a certain amount? No. There is no cap on that limit until the end of the year. Wow. So how much did you end up paying? Well, it's... Say you had some disaster going and your hospital bill is $300,000. Well, and it's all based on Medicare's, um, what they choose they will pay amount. So let's say an MRI is $5,000. I don't know. I'm just pulling it out of air. And Medicare approved amount is we're going to pay $3,000, okay? okay? Let's just say they're going right. to, okay. $3,000 is what their Medicare-approved amount is. Okay. If, after you've paid your $185 deductible, then what's left, you pay 20% of the cost of the $3,000, not the $5,000. That's still a lot of it's money. It's still a lot of money. That's a whole it's still lot, a lot of money. Yeah. So really, you need to know what you're doing. What about, one thing that's always confused me is in-network, out-of-network. Right. Can't you get kind of messed up like you certain you what I heard was you can sign up for certain these advantage plans and if you live around here fine if you go on a trip or you need to be, you get some kind of weird cancer have to go to Vanderbilt it may not be covered right That is correct so um, typically advantage plans are based on a network they're network based okay. so depending on the plan is depending on whether it's going to be a complete HMO, which is a um, health maintenance organization, which means you have to stay in their network, okay. or you're going to pay the total cost out of your pocket. Or there's other plans out there that have a PPO, preferred partner organization, or a point of service, POS. You can step out of the network, but you're going to pay a higher cost for that. So Advantage plans have kind of that gamut. The other side is supplements do not have a network. They're not network-based. They're premium-based. So as long as the place you go takes original Medicare, then they will take the supplement because by law they have to because it's a supplement or a Medigap plan. Okay. 
And there's this donut hole that people fall into yes. with the drugs, right? Yes. Tell me about that a little bit. Okay, so um, donut hole is something that comes about for a drug plan. So whether you're on an Advantage plan with a drug plan included or you have a standalone drug plan, all the drug plans have a what they call a coverage gap or donut hole. So All plans have all, that. All plans, Medicare plans have okay. that. Okay, okay, so it doesn't... Regardless of what you pick, you're still going to be subject to the donut hole. Why okay? is that? But just because that's how Medicare says it's going to be. Okay. Every, it's be, it's because they um, they deem that once you reach a certain amount. So we'll just use a dr standalone drug plan for example. So a drug plan, if your copay is thirty dollars, let's just say for whatever company. But the cost of the medicine is $100. That $100 is what goes toward that threshold that would put you in the donut hole. Okay. Okay. I see that. And that's for every plan. That's every so that's, plan. So you're going to have to accept that and work that's your right. way through it yeah. somehow. Yeah. You know, this all kind of points out what I've been preaching for years with medicine. What's wrong with it? There's no transparency in medicine anymore. I mean, what you may get billed may have probably has no relationship to what you end up paying. So I think it causes a lot of worry with people. So I think the message here to my patients is you need somebody like Renee who can kind of guide you through this because it's so confusing. I mean, even to me, it's really confusing. And I'm going to sit down and talk with you about, you know, <laughs> what I should do because it's really, really interesting and complex, isn't it? Yes, it actually is. Um, I ha we as brokers or even just people who are straight um, captive agents for specific companies. So what's the difference between a broker and a captive agent? Okay, so a broker is someone who can write um, more than just one company. So you have several companies out there that you can represent. A captive agent is more specific to one company. Okay, okay. so as a broker... I can come sit down and have a conversation with you, and I, we can talk about several things rather than just one thing. Okay. I thought that was very interesting, all the people that have called me and sent me stuff and all this stuff trying to get the business. Right. It's really interesting. Yeah. It must be big business. I guess it is. Um, it, it can be. It can be a pretty big business. Um, something else about even not just t the turning 65, since we are in the right before the – AEP annual election period from October right. 15th to December 7th. So it's right around the corner. That's right. That's so people, next week. So people, if they have a plan, they can switch it, right? That's right. You can change okay. that plan every year. Okay. Um, I tell people, um, my clients specifically, or even people I just run into on the street, if you've not had a plan review done in the last year or two, that's something you might want to consider doing because those plans change every year. The Things drug change. plans change every year. Um, there's a very popular drug plan um, that's well known, whether it's in this area or abroad, that in, for 2020, the plan premium is going to double. So if you don't do something different, you're going to pay $337 more next year just for the premium, wow. not necessarily the drugs themselves. So they may the, not know that's even common. That's correct. That, that is correct. If they've okay. not looked at their um, benefit changes for 2020, if, if they don't do something by December 7th, 
they may get stuck paying that extra high premium for the following year. That's a lot. It's a lot of money. You know, you need to talk to Renee <laughs> or somebody like her, or at least get educated about it, because as you get on and you're about to turn 65, this could affect a lot right. um, financially. Yes. So, and most people are thinking about retirement. I'm not. I'll knock on wood. I don't think I'll ever retire because I love my job. But you've got to start thinking about these things. Yes. Um, I just had a patient who retired. He's worried. Yeah. A very successful man. He's worried about finances. And he's kind of made it, but he's worried to death about this. Well, if he gets all the um, information he needs to make a good decision, he, he will be more comfortable with what he's getting ready to do. That's interesting to know because I've always said your 60s and 70s should be the best time of your life. Right. Really, you've kind of yeah. made it, assuming you have your health, which is what we're here to help you with. Um, you don't need this undue worry. Financial pressure is right. tough on health. Right. Um, any other words of advice, Renee? Um, just if you are looking for some help navigating through this mess, you can contact me at uh, rthompson at tig323.com or check us out on Facebook at Thompson Insurance Group. I like what you're doing. And thank, thank you for you. coming up here today and advising us. And any questions, uh, contact us at Performance Medicine, Renee Thompson. And uh, hopefully you've gotten a lot out of this. I certainly did. Thank you, Renee, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. It was my pleasure. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. That's the end of our recording. We really appreciate you guys being here. Um, now go out, subscribe, give us a rating. Uh, we really appreciate that. It, it helps us be found, and it, it means a lot to us. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you next week.